Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's football, or soccer, or football. That's right, it's You Can't See the Forest for the Tees. They're both here, Mr. Williams, Mr. Panas, on the sofa, talking football. No games to predict, but we still manage to fill the time. So, you know, it's still a bumper episode. Nobody's losing out, it's fine. If you aren't checking us out on YouTube, pop over there, check out the video that we've got going on for this episode, and if you could just click that subscribe button, we would appreciate it immensely. So here we go, this is Cookie Cast. you can't see the forest for the teas. Of this podcast. Welcome along, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that. There we go. Seamless, that. It's another thrilling. 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 He's created a new word to kick the podcast off. Welcome to another exciting installment of You Can't See the Forest for the Tease. And on that note, shall we open with this week's biggest news? This week in football, James, what's just happened within the last hour or so? I don't know, boxing like last minute lunch transfers. <sighs> um, as, as predicted by me on the podcast and other people elsewhere, it's happy that we've got I'm not in agreement with that. Yeah, but, I mean, look at the results, man. The results don't lie. No. I think that something had to change, and obviously, I don't know if that's a... Has he, had he tried a new like, formation in the last couple of games, or did he just literally stick to what he knew? How um, many managers tried different formations, Paul? Or how many managers just have ripped up all the other pages that aren't 4 um, well, 3 one When? When Karanka was uh, in charge of the Borough, yeah. he, uh, I think he must have gone to like a supporters group thing at well, one point they said what they would want and he was like yeah right can't wear some that no that they said to him, I think they said to him or on Twitter or something there was a reason he did this but he'd, he'd had some sort of abuse I say abuse is probably a bit hard but he had some constructive criticism that he should maybe attempt to play two strikers played it against Blackburn away they got beat and he came out on the radio and said well now you've seen how we play with two strikers maybe we can abandon that out. So he basically, so basically played with two strikers, got beat to prove a point that he didn't want to play with two strikers. Did he, did he play oh, like, he like eight right-backs in the <laughs> <laughs> No, he's not Tony Pugas. We had to wait for that until, uh, you know, two managers time. But yeah, no, anyway, he's, he's gone. It, I, I'm, I'm sad, but losing the first four games of the, week, uh, the season is sad. Uh, I mean, the, the weird thing is, though, that I don't think I don't think there's any shame in the Bristol City result. No, um, but the other ones before it. Ironically, probably the best result we've had this season. Yeah, we scored a goal. Yeah, 
think it was a good finish as well, to be fair. Luke Freeman. I think you said they were testing the, the keeper was tested. Um, yeah, so every game I've seen, every game I've seen, it seems yeah. there's been at least one attempt that, that Forrest have had that's, that's, that's literally top bins going in the top corner and the keeper has literally got to it and literally, like I've said, literally about eight times, so bad, like seven fingertip clawed it out of the top corner. So they've, they've been unlucky in certain games, but there's that like the age old saying, you make your own luck. You know, definition of madness is, you know, doing the same result, uh, doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting a different result. If he's not playing a different formation, if he's just if he's just trying I know I know he's played change the plays around about that, but if you don't change the way you play, how can you expect you know, it's just a massively different, different team to last year. Is it though? The back four, I suppose. The back yeah. four's different. Watson's not there. Yeah. Lolly's not. I don't know. I, I, he, he I, can't. I was fearful that he was going. He can't. Yes, um, the thing is, he went off. He could still go. The domestic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was. He was. He got injured a couple of games ago, didn't he? That was against Cardiff, because he came off injured. Yeah, but then he he, he come he come on and played against us. Hey, do you know what I've just realised? Oh. Playing on Sky is a curse for our teams. Right. All three games that on Sky this week so far this season. Lost. <laughs> no more Sky games. Doesn't seem to be the villain. We'll come to that way. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just a bit of a different, just a bit of a different team. Cavalio's gone, Silva's gone. Cavalio wasn't getting much of a look in last season, though, was he? Like, no, because Silva was there. Uh, Silva? Do you mean Baby Bruno? Baby Bruno's gone. Strangely, doesn't have a bit of a flip to Olympiacos. So, yeah. But we still signed. We've still got a couple of people. Yeah, Cafu. He must be what, 50? <laughs> oh, different Cafu. <laughs> if only it was that Cafu, I bet he'd still be there. You'd still be there, but Cyrus Christie, <laughs> you're mental. Cafu's ageless, though, isn't he? Come on. Oh, can you, do you reckon if someone said you and listen to that? Like Zanetti. You have to take Cafu and Roberto Carlos, but now, would you still try it? But just even just for a game. You'd absolutely take it. Yeah, I think you'd hope you'd get a free kick, just dead in the centre of the pitch. It just went to Roberto Carlos, absolutely massive. I think looking at him, Cafu looks like he might have kept a bit of physicality. I think I think Roberto Carlos has let himself. He's fallen into the Steve Steve Bruce trap. Is that a kebab shot? Am I allowed in that kebab shot? I'll go in that kebab shot. Um, (laughs) So yeah, disappointing all around, I don't really know what to say. But, they have already brought in the replacement. <laughs> so, you know, in a similar fashion to how Lamucci got the job in the first place. Although saying that, I believe it was something like 14 minutes between the decisions. This one, same fucking announcement. I think it was. I mean, I, I, I wasn't aware of one without the other, put it that way. Um, it's Chris Hewitt. Uh, steady, steady manager, good for the championship. He's got... I don't Norwich, have, Norwich, Newcastle, and Brighton provide. I don't think I really know too much about Hewitt. 
Um, a couple of people have got some text on the imagine suggested that's what I've heard. So, Although saying that, when he got Newcastle promoted, they got I think they got they went over like over a point. So yeah, obviously, they, obviously not in Forest, probably not getting anywhere near that this season. He, so, you know. he, he had a, he had a team. He, 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 yeah. Although uh, I'm pretty sure that's the season. Was that the season he had Daryl Murphy? No. No, it wasn't. Uh, it just seems like I don't know. Obviously, you have to react to to, um, to results. Mm-hmm. They've let him mess a lot with the squad in the last few weeks, which is bizarre. It, the timing is strange. Mm-hmm. Why would you sack a manager the day after the transfer window? Well, it's not sure. I know they can still do. Domestic deals, but obviously with him having with him having like Olympia. Yeah, we can't ship with the Olympia because we've never seen that. So yeah, well that's that's you know what else can I say? That's that's what happened in football street or indeed today. I can only assume that the chairman was just like hmm. I told you. I told Don't. you to pull the trigger. Well, well, I was going to say I can only assume he was sort of like thinking, hang on a second. Did I start and end the season with the same manager last season? Yeah. What was I thinking? That 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 could be the only explanation for what's happened there. I don't know how much of that will come through on the podcast because I think uh, it's stuck for a long time. Oh, was it all was it all fine? Yep. Oh, was it just Andy putting a really still face? Um. Yeah. So well, we'll see how Hewton goes. As, as, as replacements go, I'm not upset, but I'd have liked to think still had something in him. Of the people that were available, it could have been worse. You could have had Tony. I'm starting to think that, that we need to... I'm starting to think that we need to kick off the uh, Tony Pulis count again, because I'm pretty sure his name's got a hammer in this episode. So uh, I might just start uh, notching them up again. Are you, are you missing him, Paul? Are you missing him? Missing the, the Pulist days? Pulin! Pulin! Tony Pulin! Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's as much as I can say, really. Now, I know at the start of the season, we said we were going to try and make this a little more championship central, not talk as much about the Premier League. But then Man United go and concede six and Liverpool concede seven in the same day. Everton fans everywhere just start absolutely shitting the bed. Well do you know do you know the big winner this year is? Cause um, Oh yeah! Didn't even think about that. Sponsorship wars, obviously. The the, the, the so it's like the Premier League bet three six no uh, bet red thirty two. Yeah, red thirty two. The, uh, the the key to being a Premier League force is to be sponsored by Kazoo. Can you believe we've got to the stage in the in the Premier League though, where I know a couple of teams only play three games, but we're four games in. Only two undefeated. Only two undefeated teams. And neither one, and yeah, neither one of them City or Liverpool. Ridiculous. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'd love to know when the last time Liverpool conceded seven. And interestingly, at the FA, what's the one thing that people have been saying that Everton is struggling with? Pickford. Ah, brought a new keeper, didn't they? To be honest, like, he's been he's been publicly backing Pickford. That could be that could be the kick up the ass that he needs, though. It could be a case of. If he's because he's at the minute, he's, he's not pl- he's probably not playing well because he's low on confidence. But he's probably not he's not going to get any better because he knows there's no one there that's like pushing him for his position. I don't even know where Pickford is. It's all Robles. I mean, absolutely no idea. You're not going to be playing him over Pickford. So this is sort of the kick up the ass that he probably needs because he's, he'll maybe sort of like think to himself about right. I can't afford to keep playing like I've got no fucking hands. I need to start actually pulling it. He needs to be, he needs to be seriously, seriously doing something, Albert Lewis. It's like, you just need to score more goals. He's buying, all, he's, he's buying all of his pizza, he's buying all of his uh, like beer and stuff for those parties he's not supposed to be having. On the way, so it's not done it, probably when it's uh, Tammy Abraham, the Sam Show. Yeah. Well, apparently the story there is. So we're, 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 we're moving on, but this is still this week. It's still kind so, of this week in football because yeah. it happened yesterday. Do you, do you remember what happened in the last international break, Andy, where we talked about the Icelandic ladies and the two? Uh, who was it? Um, Mason Greenwood and Foden. Atlantic and Icelandic ladies. They um, you know, broke curfew or whatever. Well, three people have been kicked out of the England squad. Now, so, so obviously, as we discussed, no predictions this week. It's international break. When do we, when do we play? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Well, it's usually Saturday. Uh, it's usually Saturday, Tuesday. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, it might be that weird one where it's I don't know. Thursday, Sunday, or Sunday, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. So, I'm sure I saw something it's, it's being for Saturday. Yeah, I think Wales. It's Wales games on Saturday. I think actually. So, um, so anyway. Three people have already been, well, they've not been kicked out of the England squad, they've just been told, don't report. So you're obviously supposed to, like, you know, keep your, your social distancing rules, role model stuff. How many people are allowed in an, um, in one place, Andrew? Six, James. You think footballers are allowed to have a different rule? Footballers have a different rule for absolutely everything. Because they get paid ridiculous amounts of money. Well, apparently they don't. So, I think, who's the other one? Sancho, Abrams, David Abrams. Tommy Abram, Jim Sancho. And who's the other? Probably not. Just checked. It's Thursday, Sunday. Oh, is it this? England, Wales, Thursday. England, Belgium, yeah. Sunday. So, anyway, they've been told not to report. Apparently they can't admit them into the squad because they've, they've missed the first test to start off the, the time frame to make sure you're all cool or whatever. But anyway, it was because Tammy Abram's family threw a surprise birthday party for him. It's nice. Apparently, 20 plus people there. That's right. So, they all, they all live in, in fairness, the same. They all live in the same house, though. Presumably, so that's fine. Oh, yeah, they're all in the same house. It doesn't matter about that. It's just, it's just it, isn't it? Chilwell. Ben Chilwell. But anyway, I think the, <coughs> I think the idea is that, I think um, Abram can kind of play, it was a surprise party, I didn't know they were all going to be there, but obviously Chilwell and Sancho knew well in advance that they are all going to be there because they were part of the surprise party for him. 
So anyway, yeah, Southgate is apparently fuming. So according to Sky Sports News, Tammy Abraham, Ben Chilwell, and Jane Sancho will not be investigated by the police after breaching coronavirus rules by attending a party on Saturday. The trio, who will miss England's game against Wales on Thursday because of their decision to celebrate Abraham's birthday at his London flat, could have been fined up to £10,000 after breaching the government's rule of six. However, a statement from the Metropolitan Police on Tuesday said, as a matter of course, the MPS, Metropolitan, uh, Metropolitan Police Service, is not investigating COVID-related issues retrospectively. Where we become aware of a breach occurring, officers will seek to engage, explain and encourage people to follow the rules only enforcing as a last resort. Where alleged breaches are brought to our attention after the event, officers will have will not have well, officers will not have not had the opportunity to engage, explain or encourage. And those involved will not have had the opportunity to respond positively to that process as most people do. Therefore it would not be appropriate or an effective use of resources in most circumstances to investigate our or pursue enforcement. We encourage everyone to make themselves aware of and to follow the rules. That sounds like the biggest cop-out I've ever fucking heard. Just remember that for the future, you know, get you, get you and 20 mates together. <coughs> and then if you get reported after the fact, be like, doesn't matter, does it? What are you going to do about it? It's after the fact. Apparently I can do whatever I want. Bullshit. Exactly. So, so apparently... It's not too late that if they kind of like turn up to do some tests and stuff that they can still be part of the Sunday game, the, se the second game in the thing. But the, it is too short a notice now to go through everything if Southgate wanted to. Well, he just won't, will he? No, I don't think he'll just, he'll just tell them lads. He's really fastening out of fucking responsible players, though, isn't he? Southgate has yet to decide if Sancho, Chilwell, and Abraham will back into the coming time with the two nations in games against Belgium and Denmark. Because they must be playing three games. They must be playing Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. Ah. So they must be playing Belgium and Denmark on Wednesday. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a bit of, I mean, obviously, Abraham's fucked himself because, you know, yeah, I'm in the squad, maybe I'll get a game. He's already got to work damn hard to kind of like, you know, offset. Calvert Lewin at this point, aren't they? Yeah. Who is flying? Yeah. Depending on who wants to play, he may be tempted to sort of start him up top with King. Maybe play, maybe play a four-three-one-two. Like Sterling and Sterling. Play, Sterling. play a similar system to what the Boris had this season. Obviously, not as good a front three as uh, you know, Chubber or Chubber or whatever. At the time, it was great. Flash. Flash and Sal. BFT. Um, BFT. Yeah, so I don't know if there's... Um, is, there any, is there any like big transfers you want to bring to the table? Not really. I mean... Or did you, you actually Borough didn't do. Do, do any business. I don't need Forrest Borough. Oh, I see. I mean, the fact that... I mean, I know we talk about Woodward being shifted transfers. How he got 18 million to swallow it. What a genius! Chris Smalling. £18 million, was it? He got to roll that. He wanted it. They wanted million. it. So they, like, Apparently they were just having a fee, weren't they? Unbelievable. So, that, so United signed him for £12 million, what? Almost 10 years ago? 
the man for 10 years or almost 10 years he's arguably got worse and they've sold him for a uh, you see I was talking to Tim the other day Tim thinks he should have been brought back into the squad yeah well bring him back sell Phil Jones he's fucking terrible <laughs> doesn't even get as funny oh, no, just awful um, horrendous but, but I think I think Tim's viewpoint as the you know as the closest thing I've got to a Man United fan sort of which is like I realised that they need to get him off the way and I realised that no one no one wants to buy them because no one's going to match their ridiculous contracts speaking of ridiculous contracts Ruben Loftus cheek 150 grand a week you know, that's only quite because Chelsea are paying a load of it, right? A Chelsea, what? A Chelsea pay, still paying something like 100, 100 grand, is that something? Well, has, he, has he actually gone on loan to someone? Yeah, we went to Fulham yesterday. Loftus Cheek? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he'd actually gone. Yeah. Well, that, that happened, didn't it? Must be. I, I, I didn't know he'd gone. Oh, well, now you're making me a question. Oh, no, Loftus Cheek joins Fulham on loan. Yeah. Shows how much I've been paying attention to. <laughs> Yeah, but I think Chelsea are paying a large proportion of wages. I like Loftus Cheek, though. 150 grand a week, though. Fucking hell. Establishing an England international. No! Not establishing an international. Jake. Joke. Joke of an England international. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, he went. Uh, small amount. Man United had four players yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, but one of them's not joining until January at the early. Is that Dahlia? I think so. So you got Dahlia, you got that left back they wanted. Hang on. That apparently has been a done deal for a while, they were just arguing over the fee. Like, because Solskjaer come out and goes, don't, don't lose him for like, you know, the sake of like, four million or like that. Like, I want him. Diallo to join Man United in January. Man United sent Tellers from Porto for 15.4 million. Either left back, so you can imagine that Luke Shaw is out. Very much out of the door. Yeah. Edison Cavani. Edison Cavani, who signed on free. Right. The, the, right, so Cavani, he's, his record done, done like he's a good striker. Does this not just scream of, it's like Falco version 2? A bit of a desperation purchase, yeah. I know they didn't purchase it. No, but they've literally just like, you know, you've just gone out and bought a. Uh, let's say a yes to your name. You know what I mean? Mm. Bit of a strange one for me. Palestri was the one. Facundo Palestri. I Never heard of him. I don't know who that guy is either. So that was that. What else move? The biggest move was Parton, wasn't it? I don't know who that guy is. Thomas Party signed for Arsenal for around 45 million. I always love it when someone's going for 45 million. No idea who he is. Yeah. Well, it's like when, when Spurs signed Lamella, I think everyone was like, who? Yeah, but how much did he have? 30, I think. Was it? Big money. He was, so, what, what I found from watching that documentary, you all know, mm. I didn't realise that he was like, a proper youth star. Like, I think a lot of South America thought he would be the next, the next Messi. Yeah. Well, everyone's going to get the next Messi. You know what I mean? Like, the next big thing out of South America, and he just wasn't. No. I think he's still solid. Yeah, he's alright. I feel we've got a little off track. Yeah. Is it maybe time to bring it back on track with maybe last week's games, Andrew? 
Well, last week's games, interesting. So, we've got no games to predict, but we did predict games last week. Um, never let it be said that the uh, gentlemen that hold the reins of the You Can't See the Forest for the Tees podcast you know, it takes a little bit of time, get that speed up, get that momentum going, but when they do, points everywhere. None of that bagel rubbish. It's points on the board. And at this point in time, every single person listening or watching thinks I'm taking the piss. So let's find out. Two games were predicted. The first of those two games, Middlesbrough. Versus Barnsley. Barnsley. The Middlesbrough man there threw out a prediction, just threw it away. The Nottingham Forest man there, he threw out a prediction. I threw out a prediction. So let's see how close we were. Paul, your team, did they win, lose, or draw? Middlesbrough scored two goals. Barnsley scored one goal. That adds up to a Middlesbrough win for me. It does add up to a Middlesbrough win for you, doesn't it? Because for the second week in a row, Mr Williams managed to correctly predict the score of a game. 2-1. Uh, points on the board for Mr. Panas. Didn't predict it correctly, but did predict a win for the Borough, which was the correct thing to do. This guy. You go draw. I went for a draw. It's not going to get any points, is it? No points. I only hope that I can bring it back somehow. Bring it back. Claw points back somehow. Who scored the goals, Paul? So, the first Middlesbrough goal, at one point on Saturday, was scored by Sam Morsey, and I was thinking, get in there! That goal got chalked out for Saturday. I went for Morsey and Ackford. So I almost got it again, bang on. But the Morsey goal was chalked out from side because it hit... I think it was a somber long on the way through and he was still in an offside position. Yeah. So correctly, the goal was chopped off. However, the first goal was scored by Johnny Howson. It was. Unfortunately. You know, annoyingly, I, I, I remember sitting here thinking, I'm going to go Howson. I'm going to go Howson and, so, and I went for it. The reason, the reason why it's a strange one is because he didn't score all last season. Yeah, well, the, the majority of the season he played Zebra. 45 plus 2, so it was literally just before our time. Uh, the second goal first Middlesbrough striker to score in his first two appearances since Robin Alley Mido oh 
There you go. Neither. But I thought it doesn't turn out the same as it did for me, though, because he was a waste of space. <laughs> I think until recently, he, just he was a bit of a chonker. He was a bit of a chubber. He was a bit of a chubber. Now then, I seem to remember that the score was actually 2-1. Do you just want to tell us who uh, scored Barnsley's goal? I believe I went for Alex Mowat. And I was incorrect. You were. Woodrow. Corley Woodrow. Yeah. And I bet he went for it. Look at the little smirk on his face. You know it. Yeah, boy. Hello. <laughs> so, Middlesbrough take another win. With a 2-1. Goal scored by Housen and Chubber or Ak, Ak Bomb or whatever it is. And Woodrow. Um, That's incredible. Paul, not you only did you... you beat him. You've beaten him on that one. And then you got the result wrong. <laughs> we need to right, The next season we need to put things on... Oh, this guy trying to change the idea, uh, trying to change the scoring system. What a, what a wanker! Trying to go to decimal points. So Paul, correct score for the correct score, and also a correct prediction of goal scorer with Chuba. James, unfortunately, only predicting a win and not the correct one. Uh, you only get the one point there, I'm afraid. Uh, I did not correctly predict any form of score. Did, however, manage to pick two of the three goal scorers. Two points. Uh, so anybody who's got a calculator or is good with numbers. Uh, three, one, two. So far. Now that, I think if we go back over some of the weeks recently, that is a higher scoring game than some of the full weeks we've had. <laughs> But it doesn't end there. Does it, James? No. Nottingham Forest took on Bristol City. What was the uh, what was the score in that game, James? I don't, I don't want to think about it. Um, it, it. It was um, it got better towards the end, honestly. It was um, Bristol City two, Forest one. Yeah. Are you it, are you aware of who? Twenty minutes though, wasn't it? Are you? Are you aware of who scored those goals? I'll have a go. I'm pretty sure I remember. For Forrest? I think I Martin and Wells, but it was not Martin and Wells. From memory, it was Vyman and Wells. If you check, if you check the BBC, it has Martin down for the assist. Or an assist. So close. I mean, we could start getting into some murky territory if we start picking the assist. 
Might as well run full fantasy football. Let's let's set points off. But we're on the we're on the sofa, yeah. so we might as well uh, kick it up another notch. Yeah. Um, Forest for Forest. First goal of the season. First goal for the club. Free man. So yeah. more interesting points here. So yeah. Follow along with me, Paul Williams. You correctly predicted the score. Two points for you, sir. James Panas also correctly predicted the score. Two points for you, sir. I didn't have as much faith as you, gentlemen, and I only got one point for picking Bristol City to win. Paul Williams correctly picked Freeman and Wells. Fuck oh off, did you have Freeman? You didn't even know. I didn't even remember that. I thought I'd gone from Lyle Taylor. Oh, oh this is unbelievable. It is outrageous. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Two more points for you, sir. Um, <laughs> this is unreal. James Panas, unfortunately, assists don't count, so you also get a point for picking Wells. And this man also takes a point for also picking wells like a like a sheep to the slaughter. He uh, followed suit and picked well, uh, honestly, the well goals. Four points for Mr. Williams. Three points for Mr. Panas. Well, well, when did you when did you calculate all these? Did you calculate all these before six o'clock? Don't worry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you dare jump that gun, you little... Two points for Mr. Cook. So, a 4-3-2 running down there. So, the total for the week, Paul just absolutely running away with points, has, I think, scored more points this week than something like three weeks combined. It's insane. James has got... Uh, Paul's got seven points, by the way. James has got four. Myself, I've also got four. So you've got to stick with the... Uh, the. You can't see the forest for the tease boys because we get there eventually with the points. Couple of things, though. Little asterisk right here that says forest manager to be fired if they lose. Do you remind me what happened today, James? He got, he got fired. He got the boot! And I'm feeling, I was feeling generous earlier when I did the points. So I gave you an additional point for the week. So you got five. And now I'm going to take it off you for being a git. <laughs> but hang on. Well, did someone else make a bold call? Just, let's just, oh, no, I see where we're going with it. let's just rewind one second. Let me just check something. I need to just check something real quick. Middlesbrough 2-1, correctly predicted by the master of predictions himself, Paul Williams. Nottingham Forest, Bristol City, 2-1 to Bristol City, which was correctly predicted by Paul Williams. Now, there's this little something that we do here on the podcast, and that's... Uh, uh, that, that's right, we, uh, we like to put a little bit of money on the games, and that is... Is that 85 
English pounds for correctly predicting both games. I think it's funny because for, for a while I had the correct source there. Mm. Personally. We've all gone through a period of being on it. Yeah. And this just happened to be my time to be on it. Mm. And cashing in on it as well. So, um... When I always say, oh, you know, followers for uh, for predictions and bets, I'm pretty sure at this point in time that if somebody had taken 50p a week and put and, and picked some of our bets, they'd probably be up at this point in time. Just saying. So, quids in the kitty, quids in. Well done to you, Mr. Williams. Um, no games to predict. Games. Because we do not dabble with that international rubbish. Because, you know, England are garbage at football. What can we say? There's also the fact there's no there's no butter or forest players involved in the year, so why do we care? So we don't care. So, that brings us very swiftly to those three little letters. Those letters are A, O, B. Any other business, gentlemen? Yeah, the the football world in the last couple of weeks has gone very mental, weird. Obviously, there was the Liverpool result against uh, Aston Villa on Sunday. Yeah, there was the Man United result against Spurs on Sunday. Quite honestly, went under the radar. Leicester getting beaten by West Ham. Leicester getting beaten by West Ham. Three 0 Three nil. Um. Loved, loved the other game, the other um, game that day. Sheffield United 1, Arsenal 2. Yes. Southampton 1, West Brom 0. Not surprising results. No. Um, the week before, you had Leicester beating Man City 5-2. Yeah, some, some very strange results at the minute. So, there's the, there's the question of, is it... Is is the fact that fans aren't there causing a bit, causing these get these sort of wild results to happen? And does does there being a crowd there matter? Does it does it give the team more emphasis to go out and play? I mean, you'd, you'd imagine no for the Aston Villa result because if there was a if there was a crowd there, you would argue it could have ended up as more for Villa because if the fans were getting behind them. Every time they'd scored, they'd have been going absolutely bloody itch. So, I tell you what, mm, strange one. It, it could have been a lot worse in that game. Watkins had a right effort. Oh, against the bar. the bar. It's just uh, he missed. He, he he had honestly a one-on-one which he should have scored. The biggest thing that we even I think we even spoke about on the podcast either the week before or last week. I was just about to say. The run of hat tricks continues. Yeah. Thank you, Ollie Watkins. The worst thing was, I was watching the Spurs Man United game, and obviously Son had scored twice and got taken off. I was like, "No!" And then you came get a second. Kane got two. Kane got a second, and I was like, "You oh, oh, might get the hat trick. You might get the hat trick." And then the game in. If you looked across those games, 
and you were looking for a hat trick that that weekend. Uh, Watkins was not going to be. Well, let's put this way: so I mean, in fairness, so, Mo Salah could have easily got so, a hat trick. Son scored two. Kane scored two. Salah scored two. Only Watkins got the hat trick. Grealish scored two as well. So he got the last two, didn't he? I think so. There was there was there was plenty of chances for places to hat tricks, and then uh, Ollie Watkins finally sorted it out. So thankfully. The run continues, and we've got four, four in four weeks. Well, I'm not five in four weeks. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I missed Something it. Wrong. Why, why did Liverpool not go get another key player? Oh, uh, honestly, I didn't even what know. Point, what's the point to you? Because he's actually depleted now. Is it? Yeah, Alice, yeah. yeah. So I bought it with twenty plus. But uh, honestly, that guy is a liar. Don't say he's pretty he's, bad. He's making carrier slow. <laughs> do, do you think there's been a call then? Like Hoff's gone to Lampard and went, get this scackle. Hi, Rob. Uh, you know, you retired last season when you left Chelsea. Do you, uh, do, do you fancy a Champions League? Do you fancy a quick one? Yeah, yeah. I just want to just come in for a couple of games at Chelsea. Honestly, yeah. honestly, yeah. honestly. And, and, and granted, yeah, some of those goals can't do anything about it because there was a hell of a lot of deflected goals. Mm. Right? Obviously, you can't do too much about that, that first goal. What the fuck is he doing? He's a backup keeper. That's that's his level. But this has caught the up all out before. You, you, <laughs> like, when, when you've got a keeper like, Kev, like, like Becker, great. But you, you still need someone competent to come in. And that guy's not. No, he's. Uh, it was quite funny because obviously uh, everyone always goes about Arsenal fan TV. That's the funny one to watch. But obviously, but proper, but, uh, most most play most teams have now got their own equivalent YouTube channel called AX Team Fan Channel or whatever yeah. fan TV. So Liverpool had their own fan TV, uh, and there was a guy going through the uh, lineup in uh, preparation for the game. And he was like, Adrian will be in goal today. He's solid. He won't concede six like the other lot down the road just now. <laughs> oh, God. That is You're actually right, mate. He definitely won't concede six. He'll go one bet. Kiss of death. Absolutely spectacular. Can you see what was it? Who, who was doing match of the day that night? I didn't see it. Oh. Probably Chapman. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the... It was whoever was... The pundits. The, the, the ex-football and pundits. Where they were saying, like, a lot of people have been questioning could walk into their foot. So like, I know it's only one game, but he's absolutely made, undisputably, the best defender in the world look bang average. Yeah. Well, he's not started, he's not started the season well as Van Dijk, no. has he, really? I mean, they got, they got, dunked, they got, he got turned inside out by Bamford for Leeds' first if you think, If you think, yeah, okay, Leeds have won, uh, sorry, Liverpool have won three and lost one. Hmm. But how many goals are conceded? Three against Leeds, seven against Villa. Did they concede against Chelsea? No, we beat Chelsea two 0 and they beat Arsenal two one. It's still outrageous. So they conceded eleven. Jeez. And they've got what? They've got they've got a negative. They've got a minus. They've got a zero goals. Yeah. So what then? So four, two against Leeds, four six, eight. Um, that's Mr. Brothers. 
you have got, they have got an, they have got an equal goal. Maybe they beat Arsenal three one hour. Oh yeah, not good. Men at all. Watch this space. You never know. It could be. It could make it. It, it, it would be. It would be strangely cruel that we get the best sort of attacking season in a season where people aren't allowed into the grounds to see it. Mm. That'd be a very cruel irony. I, I just hope that. I mean, I think. I think. Yeah. All right. Villa have started. All right. They'll probably fall away. Yeah, you could you could argue they might they might end up around Europe probably at the I can't see them lasting the top. Do you not think they'll stay that high? No. Uh, I fuck, don't know. Fuck Villa. But get back down where you belong. But do you know what? Like I, I don't know. Shots fired. I kind of have a feeling that Everton Everton could be in that that there race is, for four. They're in that they're in that little four. pocket of teams that. Could if, if everything goes right through, they could challenge for the top four. You'd argue it's them, Arsenal, Leicester. Spurs, Leicester, Wolves, maybe. Most 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 pundits put the top four as the two Manchester clubs. Chelsea, Liverpool, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, United. United. Everyone, everyone, everyone went big on United at the start. I I maintain that was the biggest over overhype. Of all, and it was all because like they'd gotten and started they, they've been they playing well very the well after the lockdown, and, and Fernandez had a lot of influence. The, the, the lack of signings was boring, and they've done the same thing they always do. Just their defence across the board is horrendous. The only decent defender in there is one one Bissaka, and he's not even that good at defence. I think he is good at defence. It's, it's worrying. Let's put it that way. They need they need serious work. And to say and any, anyone like who says good. anyone who says that what uh, Maguire is anything other than absolute dog shit is I don't looking, agree with you. I'm looking not, at, looking at somebody, I, I have no idea. Just awful. He's horrendous. He's tag off Slavic. He's not going to go most expensive defender in the world. No, not he's, he's not warranted. I think he's still a good player. Yeah. Um, criminally, it, criminally short. I know, you don't, I know you don't like that. But it looked like him and Lindelof had got someone going. Mm. Maybe jump to that once you see. The one thing for me, is if, if I was a United fan, the one thing for me would be the fact that they've just brought this guy in last summer. He's already the captain. Yeah. That's, that's, that should never be the case. You should never be putting like, a guy who's new to the dressing room as your captain. For me, I, I just think it sends the wrong signals out here. To me, if, if you were already in the, in the squad, that would be a massive sort of warning sign of... Hmm. Go on. Who's Chelsea's captain last week then? Again, this is where Maguire falls short. Though, if they've had experience of like captaining before, 
when they come in, they've still got her. But I don't, to, to my knowledge, she's not been a captain. Don't, well, he wasn't at Leicester, was he? He was the captain at Leicester. Well, it was Morgan. Morgan or it would have been Schmeichel yeah. or possibly even Vardy, maybe. I think it would have been Morgan and Schmeichel. Um, it was all before that. I don't um, yeah. And it certainly wouldn't have been at United. Stu, where's Stu? Where's Stu when we need him? It's unlike. Ian Ashby, that'll do. He'll have been the captain. He was, he was long fucking gone by the time I went to Yeah, I, I'd like to think that Man United do smart. I don't, you know, I have it as popular, but they've got some steady players. Like, I don't see where Donny fits in. Well, if they play the system, surely it's him or Marge. Him or Marge or Fred. He's not a sitter, though, is the Don. In the end, we're going to isn't he just a, isn't he a, a standard? He's, he's an he's an MC, isn't he? In the system they play, they'll play four three three. Do they play four three three? Yeah, because they're on. on I suppose yeah. That's certainly what they do on Sunday, and they have the front three of Rashford, Greenwood, Martial, who has looked terrible yeah. this season. He's yeah, way short, way off the pace. There's your front three. Maybe that's why the front three got so many goals last year. And then they had Matic, Fernandez and Pogba. Yeah, but I thought that was the like two with Fernandez in the three with Marshall in front. I think I think I see it's like that, but no. I can see why you think four three three, but yeah. Um But would you not have it as four Matic holding, then two sort of floating in and around Martial with the other two wide? Possibly. So, so they've got they've got some serious problems in the style. Yeah. Well, we'll see if Barney makes a difference. I don't think you'll. I don't think you play. You might. You might put him on. You might get him to put some pressure on Rashford, not Rashford, uh, Marshall, and play him through the through the centre. But other than that, Rashford still looks all right this year. Yeah, I think Rashford looks all right. Greenwood's always looked okay. They just yeah, still doing his thing. Something's just not quite right. Really. You never know. United do this, though. They have, like, sort of, like, down periods and then just come back and smash it. Watch this space. Indeed. Hey, we did well not thought about Premier League, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that New Year's resolution of sorts in the podcast. Sorry about that. Right. Well, thank you both. Um, obviously, there'll be no games to cover next week from a predictions perspective but we'll be able to predict the uh, the coming games so you know still predictions to to do yeah no we'll, we'll, we'll be there to resume see if we can get a bit of a cute and honeymoon period possibly possibly we shall see right if you put in charge just in time for the borough game in a couple of weeks Ooh. Beautiful. No, but I imagine we'll be able to sort out. We'll, we'll range for Lewis to not play that. We'll get his pass. And it's we'll have a big... Saturday, though, isn't it? I think so. Is it? I didn't think we had a Saturday one. I thought we were moaning at the start of the season, but both fixtures have been picked as... Well, as you're still here, Andrew, not the official podcast business, so we'll check it. Uh, Saturday, 31st of October, Middlesbrough, um, Nottingham Forest. Do you remember when the when came out, we said, oh, I won't be able to go to that thing? Yeah, because it was an away, Forest, 
the first away game was a Tuesday or Wednesday night. So we, we just said, oh, right. that's the one. That he's, it always seems to fall, but the away game now seems to fall on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So it's just a ball away game. But it won't matter anyway, because we'll be able to go. Yeah. So. Nope. Also, here's another thing, quickly. Why was the game, why was the fans at that York City game? So, I didn't understand that. At a certain level, so who were they playing? Were they playing wheeled stones? No. I can't remember who they played. Regardless, whoever it was that they played, played a low enough level where because you can't control the amount of people in the ground. It's not a secure ground. I don't think it's got turnstiles on certain sections so in theory you can just walk Anyone up to the side of yeah. so I think that's why you're allowed to bounce there because you can't necessarily control I would imagine that's it I don't, don't hold me to that but I think that's the reason. that's the first and last time you see I've ever watched your conference shots fired indeed right thank you gentlemen and uh, I will see you next week Bye-bye. Au revoir, all. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Thank you to the boys for joining me and uh, predicting some football. Uh, well, no. That was last week. This week, there's no predictions. But, you know, there will be next week. So tune in for that. Anyway, YouTube watchers, talking to you guys. Uh... If you could click that subscribe button, that would be a big help to the channel. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Uh, there's social media links. There are email links. Uh, and drop us a line. So that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. I'll see you then. Bye.